0: So why did I start this podcast? Well, as I mentioned before, there are a whole bunch of reasons, but there really is one thing that I heard many, many months ago that was really the driving force behind why I dove in and started the podcast and really zoned in on young moms. And it still keeps me going today, even on the days when I feel totally overwhelmed by the newness of it all and the work that's required in doing a podcast every week. Do you ever wonder, how am I going to make it through to bedtime? How will I make it to the weekend? Or how will I ever get through this long, hard season with my kids? If you're a mom, you've likely asked those questions over and over again. Hi, I'm Sarah Short. I'm a busy mom of five kids and after almost two decades of parenting and asking myself those same questions, I'm here to share with you some of the best ways to navigate through your days as a mom. From life with a newborn to toddlers to teenagers and everything in between, I'll teach you how to walk through every season of motherhood with courage and creativity and come out on the other side smarter and wiser, all while creating great relationships with your kids and a home life you love. My Nana once told me, there's no way but through. Turns out she was right in life and in motherhood. So throw your hair in a messy bun, grab your coffee, and come have a seat as we talk about all things mom. This is the No Way But Through podcast. Welcome back in to the No Way But Through podcast. Before I get started today, I wanted to let y'all know that there is a giveaway going on over at Instagram at No Way But Through. I talked last week about family traditions on last week's episode, and one of our favorite family traditions over here is using the Jesus Storybook Bible for Advent throughout the entire month of December. And so there's a whole bundle over there that you can win, and that giveaway goes through this Thursday. This is the week of November 6th, and the giveaway goes through Thursday. So if you haven't had a chance yet, go ahead and head on over to No Way But Through on Instagram and enter to win that bundle. Also, I appreciate so much your reviews that you continue to leave over on Apple Podcasts. That is one of the best ways that you can support me here and my work over here. So if you get a chance, if you've been loving this podcast, then if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review over there or a rating for me, that would be awesome. I would appreciate that so, so much. So one of the most popular questions I get asked every week on the Monday question box that I throw up over on Instagram. And one of the questions I get asked most often in my real life by my real life people that I run into at church or social events or that I bump into at the grocery store is, so why did you want to start a podcast So I thought for my 10th episode, my podcast, it turns double digits this week. I thought for my 10th episode, I would answer that question in a little more detail than I did in the intro episode when I first launched this podcast a couple of months ago at the beginning of September. I've gotten asked this question so often that I thought by this point I would have a formulated answer like a generic response that I could give, but I realized over the last couple of months that there are actually several reasons why I started this podcast, and there really is one central thing that is is just very core to why I launched the podcast and launched me into it in general, and I just thought this would be a great time, my 10th episode, to stop and share this with you. If you are a young mama and you are listening, I always want the content on this podcast to be specifically helpful to you and to be relatable to you and for you to be able to walk away with something that might help you or change your life in some way or just really encourage you on your own journey through motherhood week by week. So I really hope you'll stick around through this episode because even though this is more biographical and I'm going to talk um, you know, about the story of how I started this podcast, I think the main central thing that I'm going to talk about here will be really helpful to you. And it's something that I really want you to grasp and understand because I think it can be really powerful in your own lives, not so much as a mom but as an individual person, um, as someone with a lot of gifts and talents and things to share. Sometimes when we become moms, a lot of our identity can get lost because we spend so much of our time being mom. The role of mom requires so much of us and it can really become our whole identity if we let it and what I want you to see as I'm talking through this podcast today I want you to see in me and in my own story here I want you to see that you are still very much you are the person that you were before you ever had children You still, even in these young mom years with little ones running around, you still have so much to offer others in your life that aren't even moms. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit in this podcast. So I want you to stay tuned in and I want you to listen through this one because I think it will be really, really helpful to you this week as you process through this. So why did I start this podcast? Well, as I mentioned before, there are a whole bunch of reasons, but there really is one thing that I heard many, many months ago that was really the driving force behind why I dove in and started the podcast and really zoned in on young moms. And it still keeps me going today, even on the days when I feel totally overwhelmed by the newness of it all and the work that's required in doing a podcast every week there is so much required in doing a podcast every week that is behind the scenes and editing and writing and I can get really overwhelmed with that if I let myself but this central core thing that I believe that I heard many months ago really does keep me in it and it keeps me invested and I want to encourage you with it in your own lives as well today too so but I will get to that in a minute. Let me first give you a little bit of background. It all kind of starts back in 2007. I was living out in the Midwest. I had my two, my first two little boys, and they were ages two and under at that point. And we had moved away from all of our family and friends. I was a stay at home mom, I was home all day with them. And blogging was kind of taking off back then, and I remember reading a couple of blogs from some other moms, and mostly I was getting ideas for crafts and things to make for snacks and scrapbooking and stuff like that, but just I was reading from them just stories of other moms who were in the trenches with me. Blogging was also really the only way back then that you could share what was going on in your life with other people online at that point because there was no Instagram yet. And I think Facebook was around then, but it was brand new and maybe mostly college students were using it back then. So it was just really new and I hadn't joined yet. And there really just wasn't a way for me to share our life with our family back east. It was also during those years out in the Midwest that I fell in love with cooking. It was snowy and cold all winter and we didn't really go out a whole lot, me and my little boys at home during the day. So I had a lot of time to just cook and make my mother-in-law's recipes. And when people would come out and visit us from back home, I would make them amazing food because I'd gotten really good at it. And then they would return home and I was constantly emailing recipes to people back east. The recipes that I was making for Jason and my little kids were some of my favorites just just things from my husband's childhood and things like I said my mother-in-law made and I remember thinking there has to be a better way to get these recipes to my friends and family than typing them up and emailing them all the time. One rainy day in May of 2007 I opened my computer and I decided on a whim to start a blog. I knew this would be a great way for me to share with my friends and family back home pictures of the boys and our daily life and the stories of all the things that we were doing. And also, it would be a great way for me to share all of the recipes that I was making without having to email everybody. So I opened my computer and I set up a blog and I wrote my very first post that day. I made a commitment that day. That I would blog every day during the week and that I wouldn't miss a single day. I'm not great at structure at all, but I am good at commitments I make to myself. And so I committed that day that I would blog consistently. And so I did. Over the months and years that passed after I started my blog in May 2007. I discovered that I really loved to write. I had never taken a single writing class and I actually had never had anybody tell me I was good at writing, not in my high school years or in college. I had never had anybody affirm a writing ability in me. And so it was really during those early blogging days that I discovered that, wow, I really like to write and I'm actually really good at it. That didn't make a whole lot of sense to me either because I don't love to read. I don't love to read at all. And so I don't read many books. My real life friends know that, but I don't read many books. Um, but I will tell you that I had this passion to write that the more I wrote, the more I wanted to write. And I discovered that, I really had this love for putting words together and I loved the challenge of having to use words to describe what was happening in my life. So during those early blogging years, I made some blog friends and which if you were blogging back then, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. So my peers who are listening to this podcast today, they know exactly what I'm talking about, but I made friends. Blogging friends and they would comment on my blog posts, and I would comment on theirs. And we did this like back and forth every day. They encouraged me as a mom uh, with their own stories and with stories of their kids. And some of them cooked too. And they would encourage me with their recipes, and I would try out the things they were making. And over those many years of blogging and writing, Monday through Friday, I actually began to become a good writer. I became really good at cooking. And really, I made some really, really good friends. Then as I kept blogging year by year, I started to get some opportunities. I got opportunities to write for some different organizations and magazines. And also it was during that time that I became really interested in photography and just fell in love photography. In November of 2007, so early on in my blogging years, Jason bought me my first ever DSLR camera, which if you don't know what that is, that's one of those gigantic cameras that you see people still today carrying around. I guess we use our iPhones more today, but DSLR cameras you still see for sale and you still see people using, especially professional photographers use them. So in November of 2007, Jason bought me my first, I called it my big girl camera, and I fell in love with it. Everywhere I went, that camera was slung across my chest, and I took my pictures, I took pictures of my kids doing absolutely everything. If we went to McDonald's, I took my camera. If we went to the park, I took my camera. If we were playing in the basement, I had my camera with me. I took it everywhere. I also became really good at food photography because I was photographing all of these recipes that I was making and putting them onto my blog. So I decided to start a little food photography side business and I got hired to take pictures of food which still blows me away to this day. But I got hired for some different food photography jobs. And one of the ones in recent years that I got hired for, this was, gosh, maybe six, five, six years ago, I got hired to take the photos for Raleigh Restaurant Week. And it was an absolute blast. And I absolutely loved it. I don't do so much of that anymore. But at the time, it was just such an honor that I got to take, um, I got to take photos for Restaurant Week. Anyway, so blogging really kicked off this place where I was developing as a writer and I was developing as a photographer and I was really developing as a mom. I would write about the struggles I was having as a mom and I would share my successes too. And it was really just this way that I worked out. All that was happening to me as a mom, what I was cooking and what I was living and what I was thinking and what I was feeling. I was learning so much about myself and about what it means to be a good mom. And my old blog has over 1,500 posts that I wrote from when I started blogging in May 2007 until Instagram came in and I started doing more of my writing and posting my photos and life and all of that on Instagram. Over the years, encouraging other moms just became something I was so passionate about and I still am. That was all born from my early blogging days and my life out in the Midwest as a young mom. Back then, I would invite my girlfriends over and we would stand around my kitchen island and we would talk about parenting and encourage one another and all of the wrestling that I was doing with my own struggles with my kids and nap time or how much candy to let them eat or have and what I should say yes to and no to in terms of outings or Bible studies or just going out with friends or where we wanted to take our family on vacations and what would work and what wouldn't, what would be easy and what would be too hard. And we just stood around and talked about all of that together. I really loved those moms and those friends. I'm still in touch with them today. And they were just a couple of years behind me in parenting, but them standing around my kitchen island, it gave me just such an opportunity to encourage them and to cheer them on and to let them know that what they were going through in that hard season with newborns that they were in, that they were going to get through it. I loved those times with them. And I really, really loved those moms. So that's a little backstory of kind of what I used to do and how it all led up into today. And this question of why did I start this podcast? Well, this past spring, I was going through some business and marketing material, which is also something I really, really love to do. I love business and I love marketing and I love talking about business and I love talking about marketing. And one of my all time favorite books of which I have not read many books, as I've told you already, but one book that I did read many, many years ago is Good to Great by Jim Collins. It is one of my favorite books As I've told you, I'm just not a big reader, but I read Good to Great many years ago, and I absolutely love that book. And if you've ever read it, you probably love it too. It's a business book, really, and it just has incredible insight and illustrations that are very memorable. I mean, every time I pass a Walgreens on the corner, I think of Good to Great. And if you've read that book, you know just what I'm talking about. But there is a very specific reason that Walgreens are always on a corner. And so if you want to know that, you need to read Good to Great. It's just a great, great, great business book. But anyway, in that book, Good to Great, the author Jim Collins He talks about this intersection between what you're good at and what you're passionate about. It's actually much more detailed than that, but that's one of the things he talks about. And I had been thinking about that a lot and thinking through what I might want to do in this next season of my life. This past spring, after two years of some pretty invasive orthopedic surgeries for two of my kids, I began to really pray about, God, like, what is it that you want me to do in this next season of my life? And I was really open handed with that. I was open to doing any number of things, but I really knew that God was stirring something in me. I just wasn't sure what. I wasn't sure how to channel what I was good at and what I was passionate about. And I'm good at many things as I'm sure you are too. And I'm passionate about a lot of things, but I really wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do. So I began to pray about it and I asked some of my friends to pray about it with me. I was going through some business and marketing materials and looking at, looking at some stuff online. And I came across this quote from Rory Vaden And he is a brand and marketing specialist, and he has some really incredible just insights into branding. And so I find that, as I mentioned, I find all that very fascinating. And here is what he said. And what he said is still with me today. It has stuck with me. And it really was one of, was and is one of the main drivers behind this podcast. Here's what he said. He said, you are most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. You are most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. I had been praying and so had my friends and so had my husband about what this next season of my life might look like. And I knew that what I really wanted to do was encourage people and pour myself out. I just wasn't sure how. I had learned so much through my own suffering from my childhood and teen years in having my own physical struggles and surgeries, and I lost my dad to suicide when I was pregnant with my first son. And through the suffering of my two children recently over the last couple of years, I had learned so much through all of that. There was all of this life that I'd lived and all of these gifts that I had that I'd fostered over many years as I talked about from my blog and with my photography and my passion for writing and cooking and through the world's hardest teacher, suffering. So how was I supposed to know what to do next? How could I take everything that I learned and all that I'd been through and use it for good in the world to love and bless and care for other people? This was a question that just, it was constantly on my mind and I kept thinking about it as I was wondering what I might do next. Last spring, Jason and I decided to host a young couples parenting group at our house. There is a whole story behind that that I will share with you sometime soon, but I have a few girls in my life that I sort of mentor, and we decided to invite them and their husbands into a six-week parenting group that we would host this past summer. I love the people in this parenting group. I love the parents in it, and I absolutely loved those weeks of getting to share the wisdom that Jason and I have both learned as parents over the last two decades with this group of young parents. We ate together, and we laughed, and we shared, and we cried, and it was that group, it was through that group that I realized what I really wanted to do was pour out all that I'd learned to younger parents. And it was then that I remembered that Rory Vaden quote. You are most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. Well, that was me. I had been a young mom. And not only had I been a young mom, but now all these years later, I had a passion for and really loved young moms and particularly these specific young moms in my life. So it was really through that parenting group and the love that I felt for them and the many years that I'd spent sharing wisdom with the younger moms in my life that it all really just came together and solidified for me. And I realized that what I wanted to do, what I really wanted to do was love and serve young moms. And I'd been a young mom for a lot of years. As I mentioned in the first episode of this podcast, I've had five newborns and I've sent five kids off to kindergarten and I've had elementary school kids times five. And there are a lot of people out here in these parenting streets, writing books and speaking and sharing stuff online, and they haven't really done the thing. Or maybe they've experienced what they're talking about, but there hasn't been much time that's passed since they started. I often talk about with one of my very best friends that Wit and Holly, my two youngest kids, they are getting the best version of me as a mom. They're getting the best parent I've ever been because time has given me perspective I've learned so much through time and through making my own mistakes, and that time is really important in parenting. With time comes perspective. Instagram accounts out here with brand new moms wanting to tell other brand new moms how to mom can just be very misleading and there is a lot of false information out there because wisdom comes with time. It comes from actually doing the thing over the course of time and seeing how things play out. I didn't want to do anything publicly with parenting or dishing out advice about parenting until I'd fully raised a kid of my own, until he was actually an adult. Even with teenagers, I'm not sure still how much I want to share about parenting teenagers on this podcast, even though I get a lot of questions about it and people want me to podcast about teenagers because I'm new at this. Have I learned some things about parenting teenagers? Yes, I've learned a ton. And do I talk to my friends, my peers about parenting teenagers? Yes, I always have. I've always had peers that I've walked with through life and talked about the different stages of parenting that I've been in with them. We can bounce things off of each other and we can really learn from people who are in our same stage. So please don't hear me saying that at all. But some of the most valuable wisdom I've ever gotten as a parent and as a mom is from parents who were ahead of me, not just one little stage ahead, but ahead of me enough to really have perspective on the stage that I'm in. Their best teachers have been time and with that time comes wisdom and that's the wisdom that I have clung to over the years as a young mom and that's why I wanted to start this podcast for you because I'm that mom that's a couple of stages ahead of where you are right now and time has given me so much perspective. So speaking of time, I also know that young moms don't have a lot of time to sit around and read blog posts. I remember that myself. I remember when I started my blog thinking, all right, I've basically got two choices here. I can either write my own blog and pour my time into that, or I can spend my time reading other people's blogs. But I can't do both. So what I chose back then, way back in 2007, is that I had a handful, a very small handful of blogs that I read back then, uh, they, and they actually ended up being my blog friends because I spent so much time pouring into my own blog that I knew that I couldn't do both. But what I know, back to speaking of time, what I know that moms nowadays do, what you can do is throw in a pair of AirPods and listen to a podcast. We have to fold the laundry, and we have to do the dishes, and load the dishwasher, and we have to take the dog for a walk, and we're riding in the car alone to and from carpool and sitting in carpool lines, and we can listen to a podcast. So I thought to myself, if I'm going to love and serve young moms, then I need to go to the spaces where they are. And I know y'all have headphones, and I know y'all listen to podcasts. So that's when I decided, that's when I really kind of honed in on a podcast, and I decided that instead of writing, I would podcast. I would take all of those years of blog posts and all of the things that I've learned and the wisdom that has been hard won in my life as a mom over many, many years of parenting, and I would pour it out to young moms in a podcast. Now, I have to tell you, I don't listen to very many podcasts. I never have. And so this podcasting world has been really new to me, and I didn't know if I'd be good at this or not. But I will tell you that over the last two months, the affirmation that you've given me, you that are listening to this podcast, my real life friends and my husband and the people in my life that know me, it's just been awesome to get the feedback from them that I've gotten. And Sarah, yes, this is exactly what you should be doing. This is the perfect next step for you. And so it really has been awesome to be affirmed in that. People do often ask me if I'm going to write a book. I've been getting asked that question for probably over a decade. But I will tell you that while so many people have wanted that for me, it's just not something that I've ever really wanted for myself. I've turned down a couple of book deals over the years and When my kids were younger, I really didn't want to write a book or do anything like that that would pull me away in big chunks of time from my kids because I wanted to be very, very present with them when they were little. And so I turned down both of those book deals. It's been something, like I said, that others have always wanted for me, but it's really not been something I've wanted for myself. Will I ever write a book? Maybe. I'll never say never to anything. But as someone who doesn't read very much, writing a book is just not something that's very appealing to me right now. That may change over time. But because I get that question all the time, too, as it relates to this podcast, you podcast, but are you going to write a book? The answer is no right now. Will I one day? You just never know. But what I really, really love, what my actual real life looks like is sitting across from young moms at a coffee shop, out to lunch or on their sofa or on my sofa and listening to their struggles and stories of being moms and being able to help them work through those challenges with the things that I've learned. That's what my actual real life looks like and what I'm really, really passionate about. I meet with a group of young moms every Tuesday morning now, and I love them so much. And I love hearing their stories and helping them carry their burdens and just being an older mom that understands where they're coming from and knows where they've been and I love pouring myself out to them. This really has been the first season in my life that I've been able to be very intentional about that because my kids are a little bit older and they're all in school and I don't feel like I'm doing this really little kid thing where I need to be available all the time. And so this season has really enabled my actual real life to look like sitting with and encouraging and loving young moms in a very, very intentional way as an older mom in their life. So this podcast, it's just an extension of that. It's just me putting online and into this podcast what I'm already doing in my very real life. And that feels really good and authentic. And I can come on here week after week and share with you the things that I've learned and that I'm still learning as a mom. And I'm coming to love so many of you that send me messages week after week. I am coming to really love you guys. I love that you send me messages. I love that you ask me questions. And I absolutely love that you listen to this podcast every week. So that's the background story of why I started this podcast. The longer answer, I guess, from my very first episode. What I really want to encourage you with this week as we close out is with that Rory Vaden quote. You are most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. You used to be a teenage girl or boy, if you're a guy listening to this. You used to be maybe a college student or a young single person post-college. And what I really want to encourage you with as young moms is that you absolutely have people in your life who are in stages behind you that you can encourage and you can share your wisdom with. One of the things we don't often realize is that being served is not the only thing that fills our cup. Pouring ourselves out for the good of other people, sharing our wisdom, sharing our stories and sharing our lives and giving ourselves for the good of others will fill our cups to overflowing in ways we can't even imagine. It took me a long time to learn this. Because I thought that people coming in and teaching me or loving me and serving me would really be what made my life easier and made my life better. And in some ways, that is true. But what I've come to learn is that pouring myself out and loving and caring for other people will fill my cup in ways being served never can. So even as young moms, you are ahead of other people in your life. And I just want to encourage you that you, even now, even with those littles running around, even with all you have on your plate, you have so much to give and so much to offer others. And I want you to walk away from this podcast knowing and believing that and looking for ways that you can love and serve others, even in this stage that you're in. So that's the story. That's the story of how and why I started this podcast. I really am excited to have reached the 10th episode over here. And I want to encourage you that if you haven't yet had a chance to listen to all 10 episodes, to take the time and go back and do that. Because a lot of what I talk about on here, I build on. I build on those first few episodes. And a lot of what's in these first 10 are foundational things that I will continue to talk about as we move forward. So that's it for this week just another reminder to head on over to Instagram and follow along over there. If you want to connect with me and other moms over there, you can actually ask me questions every week in the question box. You can actually ask me questions at any time. I read every single message that I get over there and I respond to every single one. So if you want to reach me, Instagram is the best way to do that. Also, we have giveaways going on over there this week and I post reels and stories and all kinds of stuff goes on over there on Instagram. So if you would like to follow along and you would like to connect with me further, Instagram is the best way to do that. So that's a wrap on another episode of the No Way But Through podcast where we come together and talk about all things mom. You just finished another episode of the No Way But Through podcast. If you want to connect with other like-minded moms, head over to the No Way But Through page on Instagram. And if you'd like to help financially support our work over here at No Way But Through, there's a link at the bottom of the description of this podcast on how you can do just that. And click follow and subscribe so that you will get alerts every time we drop a new episode.